All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to a brand new podcast, the Newbie Photographer Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Hulritz. And you've probably noticed me cheesing like a little kid right now. I'm really excited about this. Um, this podcast actually represents a lot, which we'll be able to share more in the coming couple of months or so. But this is the inaugural episode for a brand new podcast, which is dedicated to, you got it, newbie photographers, new photographers. If you're in your first, let's call it three years of business, and you're trying to figure out how to take better pictures, how to run your photography business more effectively, you're in the right place. We're here to simplify photography and photography business for you as a professional photographer. And um, we're going to be bringing a variety of guests on board in a format that I'm really excited about. 15 to 20 minute episodes, max, really easy to listen to and to consume, maybe on a quick drive or a walk. And you'll be able to take away that practical information that our guests are sharing and go apply it to your new photography business, make it that much better. So I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're along for the ride. And I'm also excited to introduce you to our first guest here on the Newbie Photographer Podcast, Helen, Helen, I'm going to, I'm going to try this, make sure I don't like kind of stumble over my words. Helen Boudreaux. Did I do it right? Yeah, you did. That's perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I got it. Thank you so much for kind of taking a chance and being willing coming to do this podcast. The first episode, it ends up being of the newbie photographer podcast. I really appreciate you being here today. Awesome. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And I think a lot of photographers will too. I hope so. I really, really hope so. I think the format's going to be very conducive to, you know, as much information as we take in on a daily basis, just as human beings in 2022, but certainly as photographers, I, I think the last thing that we need is certainly more noise in our lives and in our business. And I hope that the short format and super practical information is really helpful for, for photographers. And we're getting right into a topic today. We're going to be talking about how to outwork doubt. It's a very interesting one. But before we go there, I'd love for you to just take 60 seconds and introduce our listeners and our viewers to your photography business, if you don't mind. For sure. Yeah. Um, I've always loved taking photos. I've always been the one with the camera, got like a digital camera long time ago. Um, about eight years ago, I took my sister's maternity photo photos. And um, that was kind of like my first real photo shoot. Okay. And ever since then, I've taken like family photos, photos for friends. And then about two, three years ago, um, I started telling my friends that I'm going to take photos of them <laughs> instead of like asking. Um, I had my one friend who was pregnant and I was like, I'm coming over. We're taking photos. I think we did like three or four hours. Like we, we did all types of maternity photos. It was so good. Um, and at the end she paid me like a tip or like, I wasn't expecting this, but she gave me a hundred dollars. Wow. And at that point, yeah, I like was not expecting it. And I think that's like when I realized, okay, maybe I can do this. Like maybe I can do this as a side hustle, um, kind of work it and kind of, you know, have more clients and, and, and work on it. Um, so after that I took on a few more mini sessions and then in January 2021 I decided to do weddings um and booked over 10 weddings by the end of March wow I finished the season thank you my goal was five and I was like blown away by like you know working hard and, and getting them but um 
yeah, by the end of the year, I finished with over shooting over 17 weddings and over 150 sessions last year. 150 sessions? Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. In your first full year too. Okay. Well, um, let's give our listeners a little bit more context too. share your website, if you will. And I'm going to pull it up here on screen as, as you're talking. Yeah, for sure. And I've almost been a full year as a full-time photographer. I quit my full-time corporate job last July. So I went full-time photographer August. And in that month I did seven weddings and 36 sessions. A lot of those were mini sessions, kind of condensed into a couple of days. So that's how I got so many sessions in the year. That's absolutely 150 sessions. I like. I don't even know that. Maybe some full time portrait photographers do that many. That's incredible, though, and and it's incredible for multiple reasons. One, you got the business so quickly, and I'm sure there's a, a story there we could get into. We're not talking about that specifically today, but that's it's really cool. The, the, the fact that you were able to get that much business that quickly. Not only that, but then you were also able to build up an incredible portfolio from that many sessions and that many weddings as well in such a short period of time, which is also really, really great. Plenty of social media content. And um, so, wow, what a what a first year. Okay, so I'm gonna pop your website up here on screen for everybody who is watching or listening in. Uh, it is Helen, H-E-L-E-N-E, photography.ca. We've got that there. And then I'm popping your Instagram up here on screen as well. And that is helen.b.photography on Instagram. We'll link to both of these in the show notes. And uh, for those of you listening in, the website is going to be newbiephotography, or excuse me, newbiepodcast.com. So N-O-O-B-I-E podcast.com. You probably figured out the spelling by now if you're listening to the show. But um, we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes there at newbiepodcast.com. And Helen, you and I talked about this before we got started. I, I've done another podcast, the Boca Photography Podcast, now for about, what is it, coming up on six years. So I'm sure at some point I'm going to slip and say that instead of the, the name of this podcast. I'll, I'll try to make sure that I don't. But let's jump to the next question. We've got just a little bit of, little bit of time here. What is that one big idea? And I know I've already alluded to it, but I'd love for you to, to share what that big idea is when you started your photography business. And I know it's only been a short period of time that you wish you would have known from the get-go. What was the big idea that you think would have made a big difference for you? Yeah, so outworking your doubt is so important to kind of put everything aside, everything that you think about yourself. Um, doubt's going to be there no matter what that's human um but shifting your attention and your focus to taking action um you can really outwork it and i knew that like i could take the first couple of steps um and then learn the rest along the way so taking that messy action and putting it into you know practicing and getting those couple sessions to start i think it's it's so important to just work on it like i think we we get caught up in our head sometimes and you know just working on different things that we can do versus thinking about it i know it sounds like cheesy but not at all not at all and this is something uh that i've realized the significance of this principle in my life and i'm still working to i guess exemplify it in my own life more consistently but it's it's such an important thing at the end of the day to get out of our head and to take action. I mean, you make such a beautiful point here, and this is true both for our personal lives as well as our business as well. We're 
we're in a kind of a luxurious state, if you will, in first world culture where we have the time to sit around and think about stuff nonstop, right? And that has many benefits, but it also has many potential consequences, one of which is that it limits action. It's a lot easier to sit there and think about the thing. We're nervous about doing it and not being perfect. And I, I wrote this down. I'm taking notes here. I wrote this, this phrase down that you just said, which I think is brilliant. You said you, you need to take the messy, quote unquote, messy action, which is a great way to frame that. You understood taking that action that it wasn't going to be perfect, but you did it anyway. Yeah. And I think the biggest shift too was like when I decided I was going to do it, it just, I didn't have to think about it also. So just starting, starting somewhere with what I know, learning more along the way, putting that work in. Um, That's got yeah. you quite, quite a ways already. I mean, that's, that's, it's really yeah. impressive, truly. So how long would you say, first of all, how long ago did you kind of re or not even realize you probably realized it from the get go, but how, how long ago did you put this principle into action in your business? Was it just a few months ago? When was it? Yeah, I think I realized I, I was doing it like maybe around the end of last year, but like, let's say from starting to take like maternity photos, like of my sister eight years ago, between then and when I had that session with my friend, I think that's like the time it took to really get my confidence to where I could just pour myself into this and once I got the bowling ball, ball rolling, sorry, I'm yeah. hearing a feedback and it's like weird to chat. That's why I'm like, <laughs> Oh no, I'm sorry. Okay. I, I wish I knew no, that's a, okay. an immediate solution to that. Um, I, I will try to keep no, as quiet okay. as I can. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, yeah. Once I got the ball rolling and I like, you know, set the talk, set my thoughts aside. Um, yeah. I just like took what I knew, learned and ran. That's that's such a great summation. And to your earlier point too, I think it's it's worth repeating. You figure stuff out along the way. It's it's this idea that we have to know everything up front in order to make something work is a misnomer. And it's okay to I mean, certainly taking a certain amount of calculated uh or not just simply taking risk, but taking calculated risk, thinking about the yeah. process, having some type of strategy in place is super important on multiple levels. But at the end of the day, we have to to make the move. We have to take the action, we have to do the thing. And it's okay to, to learn as we go. And we're, again, referencing current culture, 2022, we have a million different potential tools, including something we've had for many years, which is called Google, that we can just quickly search for something and, and learn how to do that particular thing. I, I think it's you've set a really great example for our listeners. So let's make it super practical. I'd love to know, uh, you mentioned that you've got kind of three points that you want to share here, three ways that you've implemented this in your business, or maybe like how you were able to implement this concept in your business. would love for you to share that with our listeners. Yeah, for sure. So three points. First point being research. Um, you know, getting like 70% of the knowledge and then jumping with the 30%. So having that calculated risk of, I know how to do this. I may not be the best yet, but I know enough to get started, to take that messy action and and continue to learn as I grow. I, I'm gonna have to get it like we're gonna have to do a t-shirt or something for the for the show. Messy <laughs> just something about messy action. Take that messy action. <laughs> yeah. I, I it's such a great phrase. I really, really love that. Okay, that's good. And and again, I'm taking notes here. I've got my notebook research and, and I love the way that you broke that down. 70 30. So if we want to put a number to it, especially for those A types, 
having that kind of goal, a rough goal of, okay, I'm going to figure out at least 70% of this, but there's going to be 30, 40% of it um, that, that maybe I still need to figure out along the way. That's, that's kind of a good frame of reference. And for those who'd like to have a little bit more control, it gives them something to work for. So I think that's, that, that specificity is really good. First step is research. What's the second step? The second step is shooting, practice. Um, simple as that, outworking your doubt, um, taking that messy action, <laughs> um, and just practicing, doing as many sessions as quick as possible. I think that was like one of my bigger goals last year is as many sessions I can do, how quickly are you gonna grow in that time? If I've done 150 sessions over like, let's say five years, it would be different than in one year, right? So taking as much action as possible possible, and being able to do it in the shortest amount of time. And speaking of time, we have limited time, but give us like a 30 second um, summary of how you went about getting as many sessions as possible in a short amount of sure. time for the sake of building that experience. Yeah, for the sake of building it, um, I started sharing that I'm doing photography and asking people to, to be a part of my photo shoots and also like paying for shoots um, that were smaller amounts at the beginning. Um, and then in terms of like mini sessions for the, for the month I was talking about last year is um, I did ads. So I, I put out ads for mini sessions. Okay. And, and then also I did regular sessions in between that as well. And were you charging for those mini sessions? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And I, I just wasn't sure if like initially you were just doing a bunch for free just to build up the portfolio, but you charged from the, from basically from the beginning. Yeah. From like after that maternity session. Okay. Good for like you. Before that I had done a couple. That's great. No, that's really great. Okay. So number one is research. Number two, shoot, shoot as many sessions or events, weddings, as, as many as you possibly can um, yeah. as quickly as possible to build up that experience level. And, and to your point, to kind of minimize the doubt, to, to build up that confidence level. So that's really good. Number three, what's number three? Number three is getting reviews and client experience. Um, I think getting that reinforcement from clients who you've worked with before will minimize that doubt. You know. Um, because I think we can get into our head about, was that good enough for them? Did they like that? Was it worth it for them? Was it valuable? But getting, you know, a little message of, hey, like that was amazing. Like, I love these photos. I'm going to hang them on the wall. It really comes back and say, okay, this is valuable. What I'm doing is working. And, you know, I can continue to improve and get better too. That's great. Okay. So again, very practically, how did you go about getting those reviews? Was it just as simple as like emailing those people that you photographed or texting them and saying, would you mind sharing your experience? Pretty much. And, and I found people are very willing to do it. You just have to ask. Um, I did so many sessions. So when I um, gave them their gallery, I would just ask them, Hey, like, do you mind you know, saying a few words about your experience with me. And, you know, that would help me a lot in the future. That's good. I, I love the simplicity and the practicality of this, of, of this advice. Um, and this has been a, a beautiful first episode. 
do me a favor and our listeners a favor, if you will, and just share one more time where they can find and follow you online, social media, your website as well. So my website is helenphotography.ca, Helen, H-E-L-E-N-E, photography.ca. And then my Instagram is Helen, H-E-L-E-N-E, dot B, dot photography. You can send me a voice note, a little message. I'm happy to chat. Perfect. Well, Helen, I appreciate you again doing this inaugural episode of the Newbie Photographer Podcast with us. Everybody, thanks for joining us, for listening in, for watching. And make sure you go check out the show notes at newbiepodcast.com. Have an absolutely lovely day.